You uh, wanted to see me, Zach? Corelli, we got a situation here. Oh, what, what's up? Well, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and this web slinger is all over the place. He's not just in movies. He's in cartoons, comics, coloring books. I want to talk about all of it. So what what are you what are you saying exactly? Get me more podcasts of Spider-Man. More? We already released Spider-Man Minute five times a week. You don't think that's enough? There's seven days in a week, Corelli. Where's my Sunday Gazette, my Saturday edition? Uh, Weekend Bugle? Oh, I like that. But what if we called it The Weekend Bugle? Yeah, The Weekend Bugle, sure. Oh, and another thing. How do we start monetizing this stuff? I want a quarter every time somebody listens. Well, why don't we put The Weekend Bugle on Patreon? Patreon? Yeah, our listeners can go to duelinggenre.com slash support, become a patron for $5 a month, and gain access to The Weekend Bugle and all the other bonus podcasts we put on Patreon. Fantastic idea, Corelli. Glad I thought of it. They don't want us to be famous. Patreon will make us infamous. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we romantically reunite with Spider-Man 2, <laughs> one bittersweet minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. Uh, I'm Zach Luna. And I am Eric Deutsch from Flash Gordon Minute. Welcome back, Eric. Good to be back. Yeah. Uh, today we got you for Minute 115, which starts with the police arriving as MJ turns back to Peter. And ends with Peter watching from atop a crane across the river. Yeah. yeah. Posing. Posing on that posing. crane. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good, it's good, it's good Spider-Man pose. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It's good stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, so we start with two very uh, long glances, <laughs> long, deep glances. Um, Longing glances even. You know. Yeah. It's, it's uh, her look. I'm just so amazed at, you know, when an actor can say so much with just an expression, uh, mm-hmm. because it's like you do that in real life, yeah. but you mean it in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that like an actor can do it and just on command, it's just the most incredible thing to me. Um, yeah. But she's just looking at him like, are you, are you sure this is what you want? But also, at the same time, as she's asking that with her face, she's also saying, like, I don't want this with her, like, with her face. Like, she's saying both of those things. Like, I don't like this. I don't want this. I want to be with you. I love you. But you're not letting this happen. Like, are you sure that this is what you want? Yeah. You know? And she's saying all of those things just with her face. Plus with this, like, maturity behind her eyes that's, like... Yeah. Beyond. I, I, ah. <laughs> and then Peter just has this look like, yeah, it's okay. 
it's okay. This is this is the right thing to do. Go be with John. Mm-hmm. This is we'll be okay. Well, yeah, yeah it's good. It, it, you'll be good. Like he does that little smile, shutter smile thing. <laughs> like it's just, uh, kills me. It's yeah. great. It's great. I just i i'm i'm a, i'm amazed by it, and I I wonder, you know, on the day if this is a. I would just be like to be there during like rehearsal for this, where they work out how these beats are going to land and how they want to like, how, how do you have these discussions to create moments like this? That's what I'm always, there's a thing you never get in like, you know, behind the scenes stuff on, you know, uh, Blu-rays or whatnot. It's all about building the, the physical stuff or the technical marvels, or this was a really intense project to get going. But the thing I always want to see is just like, the conversations that allow the art to be made. Cause that's most of what making art is, is like having conversations and figuring out and problem solving, how are we going to approach this and then doing it. And I, I look at a moment like this, which has, there's nothing, there's pretty much nothing spelled out in the script here, but it's an important moment and they decided how to do it. And then they did it on the day. It's amazing. Yeah. And what are the two actors, you know, what are they in the minutes before they're rolling camera, what are they drawing from in their experience to get to get that emotion in the uh, dialogueless shot? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, you know, I I'm just I'm just amazed at like the rapport that she, these two guys have and the uh, the ease that they seem to have at doing this thing that it's it's easy to forget is incredibly hard to do. Even just having a like sweet tender slightly melodramatic moment in a movie is hard to do and there's a lot happening i mean like scott spelled out like an entire emotional arc that happens in these like two seconds um that's that's nothing to sneeze at and they kind of just make it look easy yeah just nuts it's it's how the weaker moments of the script get improved you get good actors in there and Mm -hmm. you know and you give them space to breathe a little bit and you can have moments like these, even when the script is like not necessarily up to snuff and, you know, not the script so much as just the dialogue really. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's uh, it's cause I mean, you know, we use this comparison a lot um, because uh, sometimes with the dialogue, the comparison can be apt, but <laughs> when you look at the star Wars prequels, Yep. One of the moments that people always talk about and they always say is like one of the best moments. If you if you ignore the people that are like, oh, the lightsaber fights or whatever. Um, <laughs> the the one scene that a lot of people will go to and say, like, this is the best scene in the prequels is the scene where Anakin knows that they're going to go get Palpatine. But Palpatine is his only chance to save Padme. So he's in the Jedi council room and he's just looking out in the distance and Padme's in her apartment looking out of the distance and they're looking at each other, but not looking at each other. And there's Mm. no dialogue happening. It's just emotion and giving space for the actors to sort of breathe and find the performance and the emotion on themselves. And then it's over. And then we're back to just like regular prequel land. But that one moment (laughs) in that movie is arguably the best moment of the entire prequel trilogy. That because, is pro- yeah, that yeah. that's probably Hayden Christensen's best acting of the of of the two Star Wars movies he's in. 
Right, because yeah. he doesn't yeah. know how to elevate bad dialogue, yeah. but he does know how to act. Yeah, he does. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Watch what is that film he did? The uh, Shattered Glass or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, Shattered Glass. He's a good actor. I mean, <laughs> you're probably not going to find genuinely bad actors cast in movies. Like, period. Right. Um, there's a certain threshold barrier to entry uh, where <laughs> you're not even going to be in the rooms unless you have a certain ability to do the job of acting. It's just mm-hmm. sometimes you're not matched with the right role, or you you land in a a, a project where you can't fit with the tone of it or it's uh, it, it, it's on a different page than you are so things don't connect and i i you know of course you can make fun of his performance in that movie because i don't think it's particularly strong but that doesn't mean he's bad at acting it's right. he's not able to do he's not able to, to lift up the dialogue from where it is right and, uh, so, some other people are like People just a for, different it's a different uh it's a different uh you know muscle and yeah 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 it's just has, like not everybody can be in like a christopher guest movie you know right, like right there, some actors you can put them in a scene and give them like you know a general outline and then say improvise and then they'll make a whole scene and they can do that some actors can do that some can't some actors are great at like making shakespeare sound like it's their inner thoughts some actors are great at you know uh, snappy uh, sitcom timing with jokes and whatnot. There's there's different fields that are in your wheelhouse, and if they don't match up, it's gonna look like you don't know what you're doing. But it doesn't mean you're bad. And mm-hmm. this is like that moment, like this moment is actors just being able to do what they're good at, which is like bring life into people that aren't real, like circumstances that aren't that don't exist. They're able to be genuine there, and you know have a genuine reaction emotionally to something that's not real, which is mm-hmm. the whole magic of the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes if you just like put the camera on them and get out of the way, you can find some beautiful stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the benefit of like, if I here, I'm going to say something really controversial. Oh, if boy. <laughs> you, if you took the prequels all like almost as is right. Maybe, hmm. maybe cut some stuff out if anything. Yeah. But leave them as is. The, with the script and then give it to a director like an old school director someone who would want to direct make the movies look like a like a like an old movie like an old mm-hmm. sweeping movie and even shoot it in that style don't shoot it in a modern style shoot it in an old style and le- give the actors room to breathe mm-hmm. and 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 find motivation and emotion in each scene like give them time to rehearse and everything like just those movies could have been a lot better. I don't know if they would necessarily have been good, but they would have been way more watchable than they are now. Totally. I, I'd say if you give like the prequels to uh, like Joe Johnston, mm. you know, who did like the Rocketeer and Captain America, the first Avenger. Like, sure. I think you come out of that scenario with like a, a pulpy old fashioned adventure movie that is totally watchable. It's not yeah. like the plot doesn't make sense. Right, right, like right. The interactions don't make sense between the characters. Right, right, right. I'm I'm actually even thinking like I'm I'm thinking I'm going back further. I'm thinking oh, like oh. I yeah, no, I'm thinking like, you know, you get <laughs> like you you get like Billy Wilder to direct, oh, okay. the, Shit, direct yeah. the prequels or or you know or uh something like that. Like okay. uh, like yeah, a Ce- yeah. Cecil B. DeMille? <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. Yeah, totally. That's that's more what I'm thinking of. 
I um, see. Yeah. Is it, you do it like that and and I think that those movies are uh vastly improved because I mean that's what this movie was sort of drawing on like that was po- like half of the inspiration for this movie were were those mm-hmm. old Hollywood movies. Yeah. Uh really. and if you made the prequels like Raimi made this in the style of an old Hollywood movie, I think that they would have been a lot better, but he didn't make them like that. He didn't really make them like anything. <laughs> I think he thought he was making them like that. I think that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 It's true. Um, but uh, yeah. And then, and then he lowers her down with his, with his, with his wrist excretions and it's real gross. Um, <sighs> yeah. Watching it come out of his wrist slowly. Slowly. So gives me creepy crawlies in my arms. Like I just like, Plus, because like her whole weight is on it as it's sliding oh. out. Oh, 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 you had to say sliding out. Oh, I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry. It's just awful. Oh. Like, God, it's a visceral nightmare. <laughs> it's oh. really horrible. I mean, I get, I get the impulse because, of course, like in the wide shots when she's just like descending on a string, like I get that. That's like, ooh, that's sort of a romantic. You know, oh, that's a great shot. That wide cool shot is shot. beautiful, it's gorgeous. But like starting off with us like having to think about the physical nature of the thing is like i would have rather he spun like a big long thing and he was like with hand over hand letting it out not excreting it downward at her yeah (sighs) oh now 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 that you've used the word excreting i'm I'm sorry i'm totally it's just oh god yeah (laughs) no it's it is gross it is super gross uh but I uh, I do love I love that shot of her being lowered down uh, the the distant shot though the totally. wide shot is oh sure great shot mm-hmm. yeah that one's great um, the uh, the police sure took their time getting down here um, <laughs> <laughs> and not only that but the police get there and who makes the superhuman jump and is the first one there it's not even a cop it's John oh yeah. oh there's John there's their there buddy. he is John Jameson. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Gillies runs human. for it. Um, now I'm going to make, I am going to make a confession. Mm. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this movie. I really can't. I've seen it. I, I mean, probably at least a hundred times, right? Yeah. Since it came yeah. out. Um, I, this is the first time ever watching this movie that I have noticed that Jonah and Ted mm-hmm. Raimi are on the dock. Yep. They are. Yep. Wait a minute. Where? Yeah, cut to like fifty. As he's climbing up the steps. Okay. Yeah. They're he's climbing on up the, the dock. steps. Look to the left side of the screen. There are two men there who just ran out of the car. One of them is J. Jonah Jameson, and the other is Hoffman, played by Ted Raimi. Yeah. yeah. I like my my notes. It just is like exclamation oh. points. Hoffman. <laughs> Why yeah. the hell is Hoffman there? <laughs> I have know. no idea. We don't even know what he does at the. We we <laughs> never find out what he does at the Daily Bugle. He, we no idea. No yep. idea. Nope. I, I, nope. I I I the only thing I can think of is he is he is uh, J Jonah Jameson's manservant, and <laughs> he just goes. Everywhere. What if? Uh, what if when he says Doctor Strange, it's taken? What if they are? Wait. What if Jonah is Doctor Strange and that Ooh. is Wong? <laughs> oh my gosh! The whole time. The, the whole time. Sanctorum has been. What a twist! <laughs> what a, what a twist! What a beautiful twist! Yeah, I think. Yeah. What did I land on with Hoffman? That I think 
He's literally just given an exorbitant salary so that there is somebody for Jonah to berate because nobody else wants to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. You're a professional punching bag. To the point where he has to like it. go around with him uh, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere he goes. I need somebody to bounce ideas off of, you know, like. <laughs> he's just, he's pitching tomorrow's headline on the way to the pier to Hoffman. <laughs> in the back seat of the cop car. <laughs> Uh, would you say call this in was it spider-man uh you know that menace (laughs) well okay all right so so he we saw him just get here he gets out of the car john and he runs over to the edge of the pier leaps over to the to the crane starts hopping up the stairs and on the left we see we see jonah and hoffman who obviously were like in the car with him or in the next car Mm. or something and come chasing after him on the right side, we see a bunch of cops just wandering around with flashlights. Where yeah. were they? What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> they're looking for Mary Jane because yeah. they didn't see the woman dangling from the from the from the web line. They didn't. I don't know, Scott. I don't know how, how did to they, the sentence. How did they I get have... over there so fast? <laughs> maybe those are not cops since they're coming from the other direction. Maybe those are like security for the dock. Oh. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Or. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird because John gets out of the, the car first and then he runs. So. Yeah. How are they first? I maybe don't... he ran and then like he had to stop. And ran back and got his dad. And then mm-hmm. in that amount of time, all of the other cops caught up to him for cop reasons. Mm. I don't, I'm, I, so, some days, you know, I can fill in gaps in the uh, headcanon. And some <laughs> days I am at a loss. And I think this is a, this is a Zach's at a loss minute here because this doesn't make <laughs> sense to me. Um, well, I do my way out of this. I do. (laughs) I do love the, I do love the John Jameson gets to be like a legit big romantic hero moment here. Well, yeah, that's Um, the thing is they have this big hug and there's this huge flourish of music when he gets up there and hugs her, like implying that this is the big romantic climax of the movie. Yeah. When it obviously yeah. isn't. I mean, P- you know, Mary Jane wants to be with Peter. She's looking at Peter. We know what's going to happen in a few minutes movie-wise. But th- there's this huge musical cue here of like, you know, everybody's in love and happy. And, and <laughs> you know, John is the only person that thinks that. I just, oh, I feel so bad for John. He's just. I know. Oh, he's the, he's the, oh, man, he's just the guy. In the romantic comedy, this is why in romantic comedies you always make this guy a bad guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or at least, yeah. at least make him, uh, you know, blah in some sort of relatable way. Or, Josh Groban in La La Land, or you know, like yeah, uh, or or have the or not La La Land, or, or have the crazy or have, stupid love, or have the thing where uh, they get dumped by the by the lead but then they like fall in love with like her best friend or something yeah yeah, you know where it's just like where you get the hint of like oh we maybe we could uh yeah 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 you know like that (laughs) that kind of move like the little the little tag at the end type of thing yeah Yeah, he could date the 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 woman that's in the play with mary jane yeah totally hopefully that's what happens yeah um 
it's just, you know what this feels like? It feels like for a second here, or, you know, I don't know, maybe 10 seconds of actual screen time, um, we're seeing a scene from a different movie. And yeah. it's John's movie, you know? Yeah. Like, he has been worried sick and then he finds out that she's okay and then he goes down there himself to say i'm never gonna let you out of my sight again or whatever type of thing right which it's not really romantic but whatever right. um and he <laughs> makes the big leap and catches her and all that and in the midst of the the movie almost shifts into a different gear there and feels like a different movie because this is the other life that she might be stepping into that mm-hmm. she, they both agreed she should be stepping into is fine but she still has to look up well, from his shoulder and break it. He know? agreed for the both of them. I, well, yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. know that she agreed, yeah. Yeah, she does yeah. not she does yeah. not want to be here. I mean, he's like he 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 ran up to her and you know, kissed her and everything and the first thing that she does is look over at at Peter on the opposite crane just Oh no. watching him. <laughs> when I said they, I meant sh- her and Peter that they had had Again, a, a thing where a man made a decision for her. Uh, <laughs> where they got to the point of like, no, it's okay. You go do the thing with John. Uh-huh. Uh, and she'd made peace with that and walks into this other life for mm-hmm. a second. Um, mm-hmm. And so that we, we, get, we get the feeling of another, another life, another story, a different track here. But boy, is it just cruel to John in the end. <laughs> <sighs> Or John Jameson. He is an American hero. He is. He played football on the moon. Gosh. Can I catch a break? I mean, seriously. <laughs> He's never going to find love again. No, nobody else this, will ever this, want him. This, <laughs> this handsome, athletic astronaut. American with, hero. With a very Amer- rich father. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, am, I am genuinely impressed that uh, Daniel Gillies did that jump himself um it's, a, it's like a pretty it's a not insubstantial little stunt there it's yeah. leaping all the way across and you know people have broken their ankles on less crazy stuff than that but it's true big old hero yeah big old american j- jock man hero <laughs> the jockstronaut the jockstronaut um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Eric, what uh what what do you uh what what's your relationship with uh Spider-Man as a character and and these movies? Uh as a character, uh I'm I'm in my early 40s and uh Spider-Man's in my earliest memories. Uh I grew up watching The Electric Company with Spider-Man on it. Uh I had a Spider-Man doll um that I have pictures from probably like 4, 5, 6 years old with a Spider-Man doll. Uh so I've been a Spidey guy pretty much my entire life um, <laughs> always has been my favorite character um, and these movies specifically uh, I love I love all three of them even even number three uh, <laughs> uh, the first one it, um, I you know I've been waiting 20 years for that I was incredibly excited about it I loved it uh, this is my favorite of them spider-man 2 is my favorite spider-man movie mm-hmm. uh, I think you know Doc Ock was done great um, and uh, Spidey 3, uh, you know, it, it's got its problems, but, you know, great fight scenes straight out of a comic book, though. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't think, I don't think, I, I, I don't think, you know, even the most, the most, like, you know. Ardent of uh, ar- Ardent of, of, of Spider-Man 3 haters will say, but the action scenes are great. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> you can't say a negative thing about those action sequences in yeah. that movie there. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know. 
awesome. my my wife is not is not a comic book sci-fi person at all and i took her to see it and when we were out she said she liked it and i said god i wish that movie was better and she's like what it was good i was like oh you're not looking at it like a spider-man geek this was wrong with venom that was wrong with sandman blah 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 but you know when it came out on dvd i was like boy but those fight scenes were just great so i you know i i gotta get it yeah for sure yeah Yeah. oh yeah even in the the missteps there is a lot to love yeah these films Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Well, Eric, thanks for joining us. Oh, sure. The pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, this is uh, this has been a lot of fun. Is there uh, is there a part of uh, Spider Man Three you'd want to join us for? Oh yeah, I would love it uh, when uh, black suited Spider Man uh, decides he's going to kill Sandman, fights him down in the sewers. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's a good. That's a good sequence. All right, I will. Uh, I will keep you in mind. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, one more time. Where can people find you? Uh, so, Flash Gordon Minute. Our website is growlermedia.com. G R O W L E R media.com slash Flash Gordon. Uh, we're on all uh, podcast places: iTunes, Stitcher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. On Twitter, we're at Flash Gordon Pod, and you can chat with us on Facebook in the Flash Gordon Minute Listener's Vortex. Awesome. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Eric, and uh, thank you guys uh, for listening. We will be back on Monday. In the meantime, go to duelinggenre.com slash support. Become a Patreon member uh, for $3, three three dollars a month or more <laughs> and you will gain access to all of the bonus content that we put up there for all of our our uh, chat show podcasts um and that includes the weekend bugle the the yeah. podcast that zach and i do on our patreon it's uh <laughs> it runs the gamut between an hour and a half to sometimes over well over two hours uh <laughs> of, of zach and i just talking about uh spider-man stuff and superhero movies and uh other movies from the people who made these spider-man movies that sort of thing so that sounds like something you would want to hear us talk about uh then why aren't you already a patreon supporter right (laughs) uh so that's duelinggenre.com slash support and we will be back on monday with minute 116 bye bye bye